Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm David Marsland and thank you for listening to The Leader. Please do subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on our news, interviews and analysis and give us a rating wherever you get your podcasts too. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. Well, this is this is promising promising news, and, and we're absolutely determined that should this vaccine be uh, certified as clinically safe, then we'll roll it out according to clinical needs. Even Matt Hancock, the health secretary who's been under a bit of pressure this year, allowed himself to sound at least a little relieved on BBC Breakfast this morning. It's a mood being matched around the country. It's almost like we can let ourselves be happy. At least one coronavirus vaccine is coming, and there could be more. It's been a bit of a race to get one ready. Germany's in the lead, but Oxford is not far behind. Our deputy political editor, Nicholas Cecil, is here. And first of all, Nicholas, how soon will people be able to get a vaccine? Well, Health Secretary Matt Hancock made clear this morning that the aim is for the NHS to be ready to roll out the vaccine from the start of December. So really, in three weeks or so time. It doesn't mean that that will definitely happen because they actually have to have the vaccine to roll out. And the Pfizer vaccine has not yet been approved by regulators. And there's also the production issue. How many millions of doses can they actually provide to the UK, given that the whole world will be after this vaccine as quickly as possible? whole world certainly will be after this vaccine. I think that at the moment the whole world is just relieved that there seems to be finally some light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, now this is hugely positive news. And it's not only that the Pfizer vaccine looks like it's going to work, but it's also that there are a number of other vaccines which use the same protein spike method to combat coronavirus. The Evening Standard spoke to Professor Andrew Pollard, who heads the Oxford vaccine trial team uh, this morning, and he was saying that what we've learned from the Pfizer result is that it is, in his words, highly likely that we will have multiple vaccines that work. Including his, I would assume. Did he give any indication of when the Oxford vaccine could be ready? He did specifically say so, no. kind of. He's hopeful that they will get their interim results for phase three by the end of the year. My understanding is that it could be as soon as December if people carry on contracting coronavirus on the current rates in the areas where they're carrying out their trials. 
and presumably having several vaccines available to, to GPs across the country, across the world, can only be a good thing. Yes, and it's it's more than just GPs who will be actually carrying out this vaccination programme. So there's going to be a whole army of people. There'll be pharmacists, dentists, other hospital staff. So it's going to be an unprecedented vaccination programme like we've never seen before in Britain. To start with, it will be NHS workers, the vulnerable and elderly people. And then the bulk of the population will, will, will get it next year. I guess we can only speculate on this one, Nick, but I wonder what the mood in Downing Street was like yesterday when it was announced that the, there was a vaccine with a 90% efficiency. I suspect yeah, there's huge relief all around, as there is in the wider population. But ministers are still warning it's far from game over. And the next weeks, months could still be very difficult with hospitalizations expected to rise and very, very sadly more deaths. And so, so certainly Matt Hancock this morning was urging people to still be patient and to follow the rules, stressing this is still a deadly disease and it's far from over yet. You can read more from Nicholas in the newspaper or at standard.co.uk now. It's been widely reported that Dominic West's marriage to Catherine Fitzgerald is as good as over. The 51-year-old star of The Affair is said to have admitted his feelings for 31-year-old actress Lily James. Of course, older men hooking up with younger women is a story older than the Hollywood Hills themselves. But the idea that the wives they leave behind will be emotionally and financially devastated is long out of date. As Evening Standard's Katie Law writes in a column today, something has shifted. She's with me now. Katie, middle-aged men running off with younger women is a story we've seen many, many times before, haven't we? Oh, we certainly have. And uh, we just need to look at actors, politicians, anywhere in the world. It's a complete cliche, isn't it? But I think it has changed how we regard this. It used to be quite a status symbol to have a trophy younger wife dawdling at the end of your fingertips, but I'm not sure that's true anymore. I think a lot of people don't really buy into that anymore, that idea. Now you yourself, Katie, are a woman of a certain age who is divorced. Now we should make clear that that had nothing to do with anybody running off with any younger people. But when that marriage broke down, were you worried? I worried in some ways, uh, of course, because I think divorce for anybody under any circumstances uh, almost is always upsetting. But I think the important thing is that women today a lot of women are well-educated, they can pursue their own careers, they can be financially independent, and they don't have to depend on their ex-husbands for support. And I think it's not just a question of money, it's also self-esteem. And women who can hold their heads up high and achieve something is an incredibly important part of a, a woman going on and making it. And if I went on dating sites and saw that a guy of my age or around my age was looking for a much younger woman, I immediately thought, what a loser. How are those dating sites for, for older, older people? Well, I'm pleased to say that I no longer have signed up to one. I mean, I've signed off of, of it uh, because I met somebody three years ago and it's history. But the dating sites, uh, I think, are brilliant. And particularly for older women, as much as they are for younger people. I think younger people tend to think that older people don't want to date, um, but there's so much choice out there. I think they're, they're brilliant. 
So Dominic West could find himself coming out of this marriage with his wife kind of coming out on top, really, couldn't he? That seems to be the situation these days. That appears to be the modern way for things to happen. Well, I think if uh, I don't know either Dominic West or his wife or any of the other people who go through these sorts of situations, but women who find themselves being abandoned by their husbands for whatever reason, particularly for, for younger women, probably will feel humiliated and hurt. But they needn't, I suppose that's what I think, is they've got plenty going for them, plenty of men out there, you know, they've just got to pick themselves up and get on with their lives. You can read Katie's piece in the Evening Standard newspaper or online at standard.co.uk. And that's The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.